Start the party, Dan. Oh no, you got upset online. Looks like you're having a real bad time. Should've just ignored what I said. But now I've got proof that you read it. Hello, friends, idiots, and friends who are also idiots. Welcome to your favorite podcast about social media and rejection. It is Blocked Party. This is episode number 110. I'm John. I'm Stefan. Happy holidays, everyone. Yes, happy holidays. Uh, You know, whatever it is you're doing, enjoy it. Uh, Or I guess it's over now. I hope you enjoyed it. I don't know. What do we say? Well, it's still kind of the holidays, right? Like I consider this to be like the holiday. I have a week off work. So I, for me, it's the holidays. Oh, I know this coming, you have this coming week, this coming week off. Yeah. Uh, Actually, what I was going to suggest, John is, I don't know if you bought FIFA 21 yet. Yeah, I I did. I bought it. Okay. Cause I'm thinking maybe we, we hop on your stream and play a little bit of it. Oh, I I think that could be good. I think that could be a fun time, like during the day or something. Because what the fuck else yeah. am I doing? I'm not doing yeah, anything. Yeah, nothing. Nothing. I'm sitting around. Yeah, just sitting around. Sure, that sounds good. I mean, I haven't played FIFA in a bit, so I'm gonna need to get. I'm gonna need to get my groove back on. That's know? okay. But, uh, That's okay. Honestly, it, you know what? The next gen version does feel more next gen. Um, but we could also draft teams like I did with Jesse too, which is a lot of fun. Um, we spent an entire stream on like a on like a Google Sheet, just pissing people off, trying because we were trying to do like. You know, when you're like drafting, you're doing like a fantasy draft in like a sports video game with like a friend to make custom teams and you always just draft like the best players, but it's like kind of boring, right? Right. Because it's very predictable, like who's going to get picked next. And, you know, you're both just going to have the best goalkeeper in the game. You're both, you know, one guy's going to have Messi, one guy's going to have Ronaldo, like blah, blah, blah. So we tried to make it like, uh, there's like an average player rating that the team has to be like that, that you, that you're fielding. And I think, I think mm-hmm. we said on like 82 or something. So if you drafted like Kevin De Bruyne, who's like 91, you'd have to pick someone who's like, you know, like a 73 or whatever the, the number is to, to sort balance of like, it to out. offset it. Yeah. But it just, it just became, we, we tried to get like formulas in the spreadsheet. So it would like calculate it for us. We didn't have to like manually calculate wow. it each time. That sounds way too smart for you guys. <sighs> well, no, the chat helped with most of that. I mean, I'm pretty good. <laughs> I'm pretty good at Google sheets. I'll say I'm, I'm not bad at Google sheets, yeah. but, uh, but the chat helped with the formulas and stuff. But anyway, that's what I'm saying. Maybe we do the draft off stream or something. Right. Or, sure. I mean, I mean, maybe that's a bonus video episode. We've talked about doing sure. some more like one-on-one. I mean, I taught you, we did a Hearthstone one. We have precedent for the video game episode. So, yeah, I, I mean, uh, yeah, as long as it's not more Hearthstone, I think I'm... No, I'm, I'm saying we that, do We would do know? FIFA. We could do like yeah. a, a seven-game series or something and like oh my God. turn, turn that into... I have to get good again. I have to get good again. So I'm I think we, right I think we practice. We do like a training montage. We do like a Rocky-style oh, training montage. Like Rocky-style, yeah, where I yeah. drink raw eggs or whatever. Yeah, and I'm like playing on your team with you, you know, and then we switch teams right. at the end. Oh, and, yeah, uh, okay. Because yeah, I, mean, I remember sure. in your prime, you were quite good. Like we, oh yeah, you, I mean were, I'm good. I mean I'm good. I, like I, I'm I would, good I would right say now. We're, I would say we're equal. I, I would yeah, say. We, I mean we play very different styles too. So I think yes. people will like that. You know, you're a bit of a you're you're like a skill stick kind of guy. I'm very and I'm fancy. More I'm a, a fancy boy. 
Yeah, and I'm more of a team. I'm more of a team passing type guy. You yeah. know, play the play the formation. I the I will say the the skill stick stuff you can do in the next gen version is is like fucking insane. Yeah, I'm gonna have to get better at that. I never yeah. really got into it, but now that I've played NHL more, I feel like I've got good with the skill stick on NHL. So I think that'll, that'll help. help me Although FIFA, I mean, you know, you know we're, we're getting to the enemies list later. I'll, I can talk yeah. about NHL later. Yeah, this is. I mean, I haven't even really set up the episode yet. I think I said it's episode one ten. This is our. Yeah, we don't have a guest. Uh, you, you may have noticed. We, yeah, we don't have a guest. This is the only or time we do, all and year. we just hate them. And we're just talking over them and yeah, never exactly. introducing them. We well, we what we did was we actually invited chris james on again and he's on the call but we've muted him yeah so he's just so um, mad right he's now. screaming he's you can't even he's, yeah he's getting so upset uh but yeah was, so this is our annual look at uh at our enemies for 2021 so this is us standing on the precipice of 2020 looking out on the savannah and uh choosing which you know which people we want to hate in 2021 or or things or things or, yeah you know yeah. It, it depends but we did it last year and uh we had a lot of fun with it and people did we liked do it, it the year before too did we do it in 2018 uh in 2018 we did not do it no okay so 2019 was our first our first our first time was our first, time. Was okay, our, first our first crack at it i mean in 2018 we were only we like had just five started. episodes into the show so yeah. i think we didn't want to scare people probably yeah that's a good point. being like yeah. what the hell is this yeah yeah, I don't want an episode of only these two guys, you know. Yeah. So no, that makes sense. Yeah, I think now they've they they understand our dynamic and and you know they're yeah. they're ready for it. Every every once a year they get an episode where it's just the two of us. I mean, we do a couple of solo mailbags as well, I guess. But, true, uh, true. Yeah, but then we're answering questions from listeners. This is just this us is this left, is just us talking, and you can tell to it's our just own us devices. talking because we talked about FIFA for five minutes off the top. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah. No, no, without planning, no notes no. here, folks. You no. know, it's always well, we do have some. We have notes for later. We have notes. True, true. Yeah. Have you guessed it on a on a podcast where they like send you notes? Yeah, Stephen? I don't read them though. Yeah. <laughs> I'm always like, uh, you know, I, I mean, I guess like, you know, we'll send when we have a guest on the show, we send them like a little primer where we sort of like explain the concept of the yeah, show. But it's never like what we're going to be talking no, about. Yeah, it's, it's not just not like, like here's, the, here's the bare bones like skeleton yes. of, of what we're going to be doing. And even then, you know, half the time, I feel like we're not doing a good enough job explaining the top three because yeah, it's, it's always, always. But and it's I think that's our fault because it's understandable to me when you hear top three, it's like, oh, you just give your top three. Yeah. You know? I mean, I, I, I will say in defense of myself yeah. in the primer, it, it uh, specifically you, you, says that yes. we go in a, you've, in, re, you've written a very, round. very in-depth primer. Uh, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's like, that's it's like two what, pages that's probably long. the problem. Like, People yeah. don't read it. They're yeah. like, oh, I'm not going to read this whole thing. So that's probably my issue. Maybe it's 2021, we, we rewrite the primer, the guest. Primer. Yeah. Maybe that's a re that's a real, should I just, should I read it on the, sh should we do that right now? Should we talk about how we should well, change it? I, but, but no, but then see, I think this is like, people know how the show works, right? Yeah. So we're just explaining the show to them, right? I think what we well, should talk about is the must is the mustard stuff. Well, but this is, I mean, I know that, but I'm, what I'm saying is like, <laughs> then maybe the, the listeners would have some ideas you, about just, how just, to write just a better give, primer. Just give, give me a word count. Give, give us a word count of, of the primer. A word count of the primer? Yeah. Give us a word count of the primer. Because okay, that'll, that'll tell us right there, like, oh, okay, well, there's the problem. You know, it's like, it's See, like a thousand I don't, words. I mean, listen, if it was me, I, I don't think it's too long. No, I know, but it, you're you're like a big nerd, right? It, it's 400 words. Okay, that's actually not that long. I thought it yeah, was like a thousand. It just feels like a thousand. 
<laughs> Does it? I mean, you haven't even seen it. I read it. I, I oh, yeah, I guess that's yeah. true. I gave it to you one time yeah. to send to someone. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, usually I book the guests, so I just send it to them. Yeah. So but I, I, okay. We need to do, I, I we need to do like the whole bullet, thing. I think we need, to do, we need bullet points, I think. Okay. I won't read the whole thing, but here's, I will read the top three. Read the top three section. section. Yeah. Just so, okay. But so the problem is the top is, three section is at the end of this of this long. And spiel, I think that right? is the problem. So, but yeah. that's how it goes in the order of the show. But so, so maybe we start. We fault. do it in reverse. We do it in reverse order, right? We're but then like, that's okay, going to confuse this, people. They're going to come on the show. They're going to be like, "Don't we start with the top three? No, we end with the top three. But now you know what the top three is because you read it first, and they're guaranteed to know the top three, which is the one that they always have trouble with, right? They yeah, never have trouble that, with the with anything else, really. You know? Yeah, but then if we put social media update at the end, then maybe they'll screw that part up. That's harder to screw up, though. I think they they can they can come up with that like off the dome. This is just to prevent people from going into the top three, going right. three, two, one. You know. Okay. Well, here's what it says. It says top three. We end every episode by getting our guest to suggest a top three for us. Okay. So you give us a topic. We each go around the table and tell what our top three of that topic would be, one list item at a time. Bracket. I e. You say your number three. John says his number three. Stefan says his number three. You say your number two, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. We've had some very on well, the nose. So lists. the the cetera part is maybe you're glossing over. Maybe they get confused at that. So you're point. thinking I should actually I just think go. You, should, you I give think you your number just, two. Stefan gives his number two. I, I give so. my number two. I, and then number one. Yeah, but I then that's going to make it safe. longer. That's it. That's increasing yeah, the but, word but count. I, that's not the. I, maybe that's not the problem. Then you know, maybe okay. the problem is it's just okay. actually well, it was too short. And then so. I wrote, we've had some very on the nose lists like best types of chips and some far more abstract ones like hottest cartoon characters or ways you'd like to die in ancient Rome. Do whatever you'd like. That's it. Okay. I think that's reasonable. I think that's good. So maybe what I need to do, because you were talking about point form. Yeah. Maybe what I need to do is just do that part in point form where I say they do the top three part, but then in point form, it's like. You do your number three. Oh. Stefan does his number three. Or you, or you do John like a, like three. what they do on Reddit, like the the too long didn't didn't read summary. Yeah, you know? too long didn't read. Go back and read the top three section. Just read, just read the top three section. That's all you have to yeah. read. If you're read not going to read this all, read that part. Yeah, and maybe yeah, I the, guess you're right. The it's not that at the top. I guess maybe. I don't yeah, know. but then because the other thing too is some guests. I very explicitly say that we only want one block tail because both right. for the title of the episode and because sometimes it's nice to have a guest back on the show. It's like yes. if you've only been blocked by two people and you're a great guest, if you do both of those blocks, then so maybe what we say is if you're going to be a if you're a bad guest, if we don't like yeah, if you, you're a bad guest, tell us tell, all to seven just get of them all out of the way. Yeah. But if you think you're going to be a good guest, then you, just give then us you, one. Just hit us with one. Just hit us and with also, one. Uh, I think we need to be like, well, I think you do say this in the primer that the block is like maybe the smallest, least important part of the entire show. Yeah. Yeah. So people like our show has not been reviewed very often, but when it gets reviewed, that is, that's a thing that often comes up. Yeah. It's like, like, the show is about this. Yeah. Well, I don't know if it's positive. I think they're, they seem confused. They're like, well, the show is about internet blocks, but then they don't really talk about that. Yeah, but we do talk about it. It still yeah. does get talked about, you know? I agree. So. Uh, yeah, uh, you and I made up the show. I agree. I yeah. think it's a good I think it's a good show. I, it's you been know what? I think it's a, pretty, it's a pretty good idea, I think. It's been I, ripped off once, and it's about to be ripped off again. So. I, look, I, I just... I'm, I'm on... Can I just say I'm on the Engelhofer page right now? You can. And 
I did you man. see that we're gonna get ripped off again? Did you see that whole thing? Yeah, I just I just ignore that shit. I'm I'm like <laughs> logged out of the blocked party uh, Twitter because I switched phones too, right? So I was logged into my old yeah. phone. Right. And I and I, I don't want to bother you for the password because I feel like I'm always bothering you for passwords. So I'm just like, well, <laughs> you can bother me. So I just occasionally search at Block Party Pod to see what our mentions look like. Um, <laughs> and that's how that's how I basically I mean, I yeah, that's the closest I get to logging into the Twitter. Account. Right. I, I guess. Can you just well, don't give it to me right now. Maybe just yeah, maybe I'll, I'll get it on my phone uh, later today. Yeah. I'll, I'll get I'll get back on there. But I'll do a, I'll do a classic bit where I where I now go change the password. Yes. Uh, and then I and then I can be like, you know, oh, the password, yeah, it says Stefan has a tiny uncut penis 123 That's dollar fine. sign ampersand 728. Yeah. That's too long I think for the the password field, I'm pretty sure. No, I think that's that? exactly right. 17 ha- characters. Oh, can, can I ask before we get to the mustard talk cuz I'm very yes. excited for this. And and I'm going to send you guys I'm going to send you guys the Inglehofer page because no, let's just get to the mustard talk right now. This is fucking incredible. If okay, so I I've tweeted about them before. I don't think I tagged them last time though. You guys know that my favorite mustard in the world is the Ingelhofer creamy dill pickle mustard, which creamy, is isn't it just creamy dill? It's creamy dill. Yeah, I should say it's just creamy yeah, dill. Yeah, um, yeah. Don't I mean because that I, sounds I mean, gross. Like creamy dill mustard sounds good. Creamy sure. dill pickle mustard sounds bad. It it sort of implies that there are like chunks of pickle in it. Right. I don't know if I I would like. That's that's true. But so, but I mean, it is, it is just an incredible, incredible mustard. I've been putting it, I put it on everything. Um, Recently Uh I've been putting it on um, the breakfast sandwiches that I make, you know, the, Mm -hmm. so brioche bun, which is a, that's a great breakfast sandwich bun right there. You get just some, just some Hellman's mayo. I don't need anything fancy with the mayo, you know? Like, like the, 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 the mayo can be, but what is the, it? What is even fancy with mayo? That's the like thing. Mayo right? itself like it would be is like, a dirt it would be like, or, yeah, it would be like organic mayo. Right? I guess that's or, true. But that is funny how like, you know, it seems like basically every condiment, right? You can get like a fancy type of it. Like fancy right? ketchup is great. Yeah. You get fancy ketchup. There's all these like, you know, barbecue sauce and hot sauce is like yep. its own industry basically. Yeah. But may Rel- there's relish no, like, probably too, you know, I assume. Yeah. There's no, there's no like craft mayo. I think the no closest one's, to no mayo one's out there it, like, hey, I've got this, this, I, I, I sell mayo at the farmer's market it's on like, Sunday. It's like, it's like avocado oil mayo, May, not mayo, mayo. Mayo. Well, this guy's putting mayo on his sandwiches? No, but <sighs> I mean, I don't care. I just don't care yeah. about that stuff. No, so no, no. you're no, lucky. I, I, you, when so you mispronounce a, things, I don't care. You know. Oh, but, I, I thought you meant about condiments. You care about condiments. Oh, I love condiments. I just yeah. mean you. Mis- you said mail. Like if that was me, you'd be like, oh, hey, ha ha, everyone. No, you know call what? I'm John moving, the postman. But send them. I'm, I'm send them letters. Ha. Twenty twenty one. I'm moving past that. I'm no longer roasting uh, your your verbal gaffes in twenty twenty one. Oh yeah, and that's gonna last really long. No, I'm bet. I'm serious. You can and I you can test fuck, me. You can test me. I will. I don't first, believe you. First episode of twenty twenty one. Oh my god. You know because you can, I will. You, you can I, you can say you can say blorked party, and I will just I'm just I mean, gonna I move on past that. it. That's unprofessional. Well, but I'm saying you could say it, and I'm not gonna. But I would even know I've said not, blocked party enough times in my mouth that I. I know don't, that's I why it would be so insane for you to say blorked party. But I'm true. just saying, if you did say blorked party, I wouldn't care. You would let it I'd go. Be fine but with see, it. here's I would be the totally thing: fine with it. our listeners would pile on, and then you would eventually be like, no, "Okay, I've got to." No, I, I. In fact, I would tell them, "Hey, you know what? Let's grow up here. Okay, let's be let's be mature <laughs> okay. adults. Okay. Wow. Everyone, everyone this... misspeaks once in a while. It's fine. It happens. 
So you're okay. turning a new you're turning a new page in 2021. I'm just gonna try it out for fun. So what's gonna like be it. your new? If it what, sucks, but, I'm gonna go back. But but what's gonna replace that? Because like I've I don't know if you had this. I'm gonna start. Uh, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start body shaming you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, that leads into what I was just gonna say. Because yeah. I, uh, I, I mean, I was gonna say you probably didn't grow up with this because your parents are chill. But like, you know, you know, you guys know my dad and. Um, so when I was younger, it was just he would always bug me about something like he had to have something, even though sure. I was like basically, a you know, I was a pretty I mean, if you're having a teenager, you're, you're a normal guy, you're you well, must, and you, I you just like, the most normal teenage. I mean, I was a pretty normal. Well, I'm a relatively normal guy, I think. Yeah, but I didn't even like sort I didn't of. drink. I didn't do drugs. Yeah. I got straight A's. I had a yeah. job like I wasn't, you know, but my dad always had to have something. He used to pick on my diet when I was like 16, 17, 18, because, yeah, I would just like drink like three Cokes a day and eat a bag of chips and he'd be like oh your diet sucks and you don't eat it and then i started to like eat healthier as i got older and then it became another thing and like he was always is, switching is your, things. Is, your, is your sister older or younger than you she's younger okay okay so was, yeah. was she because like it's sort of the same thing with with me and my sister I, I don't know was your sister like a bit more like wild yeah yeah i mean again not like not super wild no, but no, yeah no. my sister had like drinking incidents and stuff like that where she like came home from a dance like hammered you know yeah i think it's the we have the exact same situation where where we're like too easy and so our parents decide to have a new kid plus (laughs) that's like much more difficult yeah i think that's what happened yeah well so yeah i mean i could see your sister being a bit more of a wild child i guess I need to shout her out because she got us very good um, Christmas gifts. She got me a, a, um, a book that I'm very excited to read, but she got us homemade uh, for Irene and I. She got us homemade like shower scrub, like coffee shower scrub with Whoa. like coffee and like coconut oil and like <clears throat> mint. And I used it this morning after very refreshing. Irene and I went for a fucking jog this morning, if you can believe that. What I can't. What is going? What is wrong with you? This is know, not dude. even the enemies list episode. This is a new podcast. I feel look for this podcast coming out on the Calm app. I just I think this I is just, our uh, meditation version of this show. Y- you know what it is? Is that the past couple days I have eaten just an obscene amount of, oh, me too. of, of deli meat and cheese. Oh, it's bad. And I I feel like I'm dying. Uh, me too. And and I'm like, oh yeah, I'm like 31. I'm 32 very soon. And I'm like, I. I can do this like once a year, I guess, but like I, I should get to the point where it doesn't make me feel this bad, you know? And yeah. so maybe if I exercise more, it sort of will offset how bad I feel after just eating. Can I tell you, can I tell you um, uh, my new favorite cheese type? Yes. Okay. Okay. So this is a, this is a big moment for the podcast as well, because listen, I, I, I think, uh, you know, if, if you've been listening to uh, this show for for a while you know how we feel about the dutch and dutch posters oh, yeah. but i'm gonna tell you right now uh may blow your mind but but this cheese that i had over the holidays uh and that i ate a lot of and then i'm probably gonna go buy some more of today after the pod is a dutch cheese and it has it has changed my opinion of the entire country wow uh, it's called it's called Borenkaas. Borenkaas. okay B- b-o-e-r-e-n-k-a-a-s and okay. You guys need to try this cheese. I mean, this <clears throat> changed my life. This uh, this cheese with with some salami or with some prosciutto. What's uh, what's the wonderful? Can you tell me a bit about the flavor profile of said cheese? Uh, yeah. Let me see. It's got a sweet, nutty flavor and bold, tangy finish. I mean, that no, tells sorry, me I was nothing. I was reading about my cum. Uh, let me look yeah. up. <laughs> 
I like that you, yeah, you Googled, you Googled the taste of your I Googled, I Googled Stefan's cum taste. <laughs> First result, yeah. cumprofile.com. Bold uh, and nutty. No, this is a uh, yeah. finish. So the, so the name, the name means farmer's, farmer's cheese. That's what it, that's what it means. Sure. Farmer's cheese. Sure. It's real, I, legitimately incredible cheese. Very nice, I, good texture as well. Um, you just, you, you cut off a piece. I'll just what wrap, would you compare I'll wrap it, it in to? some salami. What would you compare it's, it to in another cheese? Like, is it, is it like a Gouda or like it's, an Edom? What's it's sort of, it has a similar profile to like a strong aged cheddar a little okay. bit. Okay. Um, yeah. but there's something a little different about it. I don't know what it is, but it's, I mean, it is unreal and I'm going to go buy like three bricks of them today. It's, it's fucking insane. Did it's you, so, <clears throat> so the, I assume you know about the cheese shop that was close to where you used to live. Oh, uh, Les Fromages I know. des Amis. Les Amis du Fromage. That's it. I knew it wasn't right. I knew I didn't say it right. Yeah. Incredible. Les Amis du I mean, that, so good. that cheese shop. Oh my God. So that's where Rebecca and I went to get a bunch of cheese for our. I, I saw your board. cheese layout. I mean, that looks wonderful. I had a really you, you, good. You guys do. You guys do Christmas, right? Well, we had to this year, you know, um, but I mean, yeah, so, we, so did I, I was, you know, we, 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 yeah, we didn't see our apartment. families. We followed yeah. the rules and we, you didn't, you didn't even call them on zoom. You were like, no, we can't even call you guys on yeah, zoom. It's, well, and uh, do you understand how the internet works? <laughs> it's like a series of tubes. Who fucking knows what's going on through there? Um, that's probably why we all have COVID in the first place. I don't know if you heard of these five G towers, uh, but yeah, the, yeah, the, we got this cheese and I do love, it's funny that you were saying like the cheese is just called farmer's cheese. Like I love mm-hmm. how European countries name their cheese. The one we got that I've never had before that was really, really good was called le religieux, which just Ooh. means the nun. And it's because it's made at a nunnery in France. Okay. Okay. Um, well, how would you, how would you describe the, it the taste? was, well, it was basically, this one is an easy one to describe. It was like a firm brie. So it oh, had like, okay. yeah, so it okay. had like the texture, I would say the texture of like a soft cheddar, but the flavor oh. of like a brie, like a salty, smooth cheese. Oh, and oh my God, it was incredible. You know, it's so funny because I, I'm, I'm talking about how I ate so much cheese and so much deli meat over the past like two days and yeah. it made me feel very bad, but it didn't make me feel that bad. So I'm going to do more of that. Like I, I, like I said, I have a week off. I'm going to be doing that every fucking day this week. 100%. Yeah, we still have like, a bunch left. Like, I think that's what I'm going to have for lunch today. We also got, um, have you gone to Columbus Meat Market? No. It's like this Italian family owned Dan, meat market. Dan knows about it. Dan, knows, Dan, Dan gave a big up. thumbs up there. Well, and Dan's Italian. So he's there. He's locked in. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's this, it's this Italian meat market. Anyway, there's a meat market close to me called Columbus Meat Market. It's an Not Italian family. Not that close fam- though. It's not that close. It's just like it's sort of around. Um, and it's a, uh, yeah, it's an Italian family owned meat market. First of all, the prices are crazy. I don't know what, like it, it to the point where you're almost like, what's hap- what's happening to these animals? You know they, what I do mean? They have, do they have cheese there as well? No, they, but they, I was my, I, that's where I got my meat from. Okay. I got a, I got a cured and it was a salami that was cured for 88 days. It was called Norsina salami and it was so good. It was incredible, but their prices on meat, like I get steaks and stuff from there and you can get like a, like a thick, like a thick, beautiful top sirloin for six bucks. That's their price. It's oh, nuts. man. Okay. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to have to, I just, I just looked it up. I'm going to have to go there. Uh, yeah. This week for it's, sure. It's a great, like for any, any meat that it's awesome. So yeah, we're, th- we're thinking out. of doing, I think steak on, on new year's Eve. Oh, cause well, we didn't even, you- th- we didn't even do a Christmas dinner. 
Like we we were right. maybe we were gonna maybe cook something, but but then we just yeah we just sat around. We watched uh, Police Story and Police Story Two. Yeah, amazing movies. I don't even so know what those so are. good. Jackie Chan. Oh right, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like un unreal stunts, and then also like extremely funny too. Like I I forgot how fucking funny Jackie Chan is. Mm-hmm. Like he's he's very like he's the king of slapstick. Very yeah, funny he's guy. So good. Um, can we talk about the mustard? Yeah, this, this, right. this is a big moment. This is a big moment. Yes. So Ingelhofer mustard. We we got on a big. Uh, that's the problem when you talk about mustard because mustard is like the connective tissue to so many things. It's I know. like sandwiches, burgers, charcuterie. Oh, I'm, I'm so excited start- to have a nice sandwich today too. I'm gonna like I'm gonna go get more meat and cheese after this just to make like a really nice sandwich. But hell yeah, um, this cranberry I've, mustard sounds interesting. So yeah, we're on we're on the Ingelhofer <clears throat> page right now. Yeah. Yeah, a bit of backstory. I've I've tweeted about them before, specifically the the creamy dill mustard. Whoa, they uh, have a ghost pepper mustard. I know. I I, I really want to try that as well. Like it's it's so so if you've you've probably seen Ingelhofer in in stores. It's got a very distinctive bottle shape. It's round, yeah. uh, which I think is very much part of the appeal. Yeah, and it's got uh, the it's got the little guy that kind of looks like your dad wearing a Robin Hood hat. Yeah, the little like sort of German guy, the yeah. German version of the Pringles guy, I would say. Yes, that's actually a good way of putting it. Yeah. Um, very, yeah, so it's very like, the, like it's like very, the Pringles guy at Oktoberfest. Yes, exactly. Very very cute logo. They have very good branding. The Ingelhofer like font is great too. It's like the German yeah. like classic font. font. It, it's it, it almost has a like. Uh, like a metal band type font. Yes. You know, like yeah. you could imagine Ingelhofer's like a, like a metal band. Like this yes. is on the cover of an album. Yeah. But, but uh, you, you go to their page. So it's Beaverton foods, I guess owns Ingelhofer. Yeah. Um, which I guess they're from Oregon. So I they're assume from they're Oregon. from Be- Beaverton, Oregon. Yeah. I'm that, that makes sense. So I, I tweeted about them a couple of years ago. I don't think I tagged them. I tagged them this time. I said my, my 2020 uh, mustard of the year, the creamy dill mustard from at Ingelhofer uh, mustards. Uh, it's a great product. It got, you know, a, a lot of people replying to it, interacting with it because everyone loves that mustard. And then even people who were like, oh, this is intriguing. I want to try this mustard. And the Ingelhofer account, I just tagged them just because it would be kind of like funnier, I think. They hadn't tweeted. They tweeted once in the last two and a half years. And it was like a reply earlier this year to someone. Um, and then they, they, this morning they replied to me. I woke up to a reply from Ingelhofer. They followed Incredible. me. They replied me, they retweeted the tweet, and they DM'd me to say, hey, like, thank you for the, the kind words. We'd like to send you a, a care package, a mustard care package. So I, I messaged them back. I haven't heard back from them yet. I'm a little worried um, because I'm in Canada and they're based in the U.S. that they're less yeah. likely to send it. But, and, and we've discussed this, you, so you had something similar with Spindrift, John, yeah. right? And they, so, yeah, because Spindrift is currently not available in Canada. And I guess they they specifically they're like we just can't ship. We're not the the words they used were we are not equipped to ship to Canada, which I don't understand what that means. But uh, you can't buy like you can't buy it online. You can't buy Spindrift here. You can't get it. So they but luckily we live close enough to the U.S. border. I have a P.O. box uh, in Point Roberts, Washington, which is a which is yeah. an exclave, a small. And this was pre-pandemic, so you could go pre-pandemic, down there and pick it up. Pre-pandemic, and... yep. So I popped across the border and got it. So that was fine. So um, I'm, I, I'm a little less worried about about Ingelhofer because it is yeah. available in Canada. You can yeah, buy it. You can buy it, it at stores here. I've seen it in uh, quite a few grocery stores. Uh, hold, uh, they they carry it, and you can buy it. I've ordered it. Like I ordered it off Amazon. 
I ordered like a, th- a three pack of the creamy dill mustard from Amazon because I was yeah. so desperate for it. And it's, I mean, it's, it's wonderful. It's such a good product. Um, so I think the fact that it's available in Canada means that potentially they will be able to send me some form of yeah, care I package. Think so. Have I you mean, looked so at their website? Wanted- they have like, yeah. they have like five different brands, but they all are just mustard or horseradish. I, I know. I, I fucking, but it's all just different names. It. It's I so like good. The, uh, they, they have the, Beaver brand, Napa yeah. Valley, Pacific Farms, Tula Lake. And then oh, is award winning? Is that a brand? No. So if you go there, it talks about how they've won mustard awards. It's very cute. This website's very cute. Like at the, if you go to the bottom of the page on every page, it says in 1929, Rose Biggie began Beaverton Foods by bottling horseradish in the cellar of her farmhouse to help her family endure the Great Depression. Such humble beginnings have given way to America's favorite specialty condiment company. And then on the award-winning page, it says the first world championship of mustard competition was held in 1995 in Napa Valley, California. That year, Ingelhofer was awarded grand champion for its horseradish mustard out of over 300 competitors. Today, mustard companies continue to compete each year for medals in various categories, as well as to be the overall champion. Beaverton Foods has won over 150 medals with wins in every category and more collective medals than all mustard companies combined. I, I believe it because these guys know what they're doing when it comes to mustard. And I'm, I'm really going to try in, this cranberry I'm, mustard. I hope you I get know. that one. I'm intrigued by the, the looks be, like the cranberry sauce. That's the yeah. part where I'm confused. So, okay. So just, just looking at the Ingelhofer brands, like here's what I'm, I'm, first of all, I, I hope they're able to send the care package. Cause if not, I'm just going to give them Jesse's address and they'll send it to Jesse. Um, <laughs> But I, I, I want to look through the Ingelhofer roster and, and pick a few here and, and, and you, know, you know, hopefully we get some of them. Because we mentioned the uh, pickle mustard before. They have a bread and butter pickle mustard. That's intriguing to me. I'd, I'd like to Not try me. that. You know? I don't like a sweet pickle. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm a dill but man. Just the, dill the, me. The cranberry mustard, 100%. I'm on the same, the same page as you there. That, that Stephen, is this very might shock you. I yeah. am only interested in, what, in that kind of pickle. I don't want any. I don't like spicy pickles. Wow. I don't like like we get our pickles from given, this given place. how much we've talked about like deli meats and cheese and stuff. That is that's genuinely shocking. Well, so we talk about Becca and I get our pickles from this place on Granville Island called Kalen and Hobbs pickles. Extremely good. Very good. If you've never been, I highly recommend it. Incredible pickles. And they have, you know, they've got like horseradish dill. They've got mustard dill or honey mustard dill. I should say they've got like spicy they've got all these different i don't want it i don't like any of it just give me the classic dill that's it that's a pickle don't 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 sweet me don't bread and butter me don't spicy me yeah just give me the classic dill baby that's it don't fuck with a good thing yeah no that's that's reasonable um i I think so i think when it comes to the mustards here let's I mean, we're going to do a bit of a, let's do a bit of a top three here, John. Oh, you want to do a top three? Okay. So, Stefan, sorry, let me send you a primer (laughs) just before we do that. We'll do it the regular way. So, I'll just name my top three and then you name your top three. But here here are the top three mustards that I would like in my care package. Okay. Uh, I would honestly, I would also love if, if they have like an Ingelhofer shirt. Cause I would, I would wear that everywhere. Yeah. They, it does have that kind of classic logo where it should have a shirt, but they don't. It's yeah. I mean, unless they do and they just don't sell them, you know what I right, mean? Like right. they just have, but anyway, the, the, the three that I'm hoping for, yeah. uh, I'm going to, I'm going to say the bread and butter pickle mustard. That's very intriguing to me. Mm-hmm. Um, the spicy curry mustard, which I've heard very mm-hmm. good things about. Mm-hmm. And then this one, which I've never seen before, but the sweet hot pepper mustard down at the bottom. Yeah. Uh, 
that's that's very interesting to me. Those are those are my top three. I think honorable honorable mention, um, which I, I've had before, but their honey mustard is also quite good too. Um, mm-hmm. But that's that's the top three that I that I'd go with from okay. Abel Hoffer. I'm gonna go. Uh, I, I've talked about it already. I, the cranberry mustard just sounds so interesting to me, especially because it does look like cranberry sauce in a jar. So I don't quite yep. know the consistency of it, where the mustard comes in there. But that sounds really good to me. Um, <clears throat> then I would probably, and this is not in any order. I haven't really had time to to process this. Uh, but I would also probably go with just the classic uh, Dijon stone ground mustard. Um, I like, uh, I like a seeded mustard like that. So that, I'm, that's I'm, a, I've had that before. Incredible mustard. Yeah. So yeah. that I'm in on that one. And then, uh, I'll go with the, uh, the spicy Brown, uh, which is one that, that you looks often find that that's like a, a kind of a classic you'll get for like, um, hot dogs at a ballpark. Yeah. You get yeah. that spicy. I, I, I'm brown. also, I'm also thinking I'd like some of this as like a, as like a dipping mustard or like a mustard to put on the side of like a charcuterie plate too, you know? Ooh, like, yeah, of course. Yeah. You'd love that. So, well, I hope for the best for you, Stefan. Uh, fingers um, crossed. I, I, I messaged them back. I gave them my address in Canada. I said, I'm in Canada. I hope that's not a problem. Haven't heard back, but again, you know, they post once every two and a half years, so it might be a while. <laughs> we'll see. You'll have to, you'll have to update us next week. Uh, well, if they, if they respond, we'll, well see. yeah, I mean, but. well, it was similar. I had a really similar situation happen to me, uh, like about a month ago on Twitter that I don't think I talked about on the show where, um, I think, uh, not, no, you, uh, it was our friend Bertovo, uh, Aaron yes. from Chapo FYM who tweeted yeah. about memo, uh, yes. which is like cameo, but it started in Sweden and has found a home with a lot of Canadian hockey players and personalities, uh, so like a lot of your favorite uh, TSN personalities, your you know James Duthie, Bob McKenzie, uh, Pierre Maguire, they're all kind of on there to do a, like a cameo, but they call it a memo. And then there's quite a few, pardon me, former and current NHL players on it. And I noticed that one player, Aaron Ekblad uh, from the Florida Panthers, he's the he's the captain of the Panthers, and he's a defenseman. And, um, he's just one of those guys, uh, you don't really know a lot about him. He was a first overall draft pick, but he's kind of a quiet he was, guy. He was very hyped up because he, he, he was, up. he was, he was, uh, I think he was one of the, um, players who was drafted into the OHL at the age of like 15, 15 he was an exceptional yeah. player. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So, you know, he had a lot of hype and he's been a good player maybe not a great player, but a good player and he's quiet and he's playing in one of the league's like smallest markets. So you don't really know anything about him. And uh, his price on Memo is $330, um, which is like absurd. I mean, that's more than most like B-level celebrities on Cameo. Like you can get a really good Cameo for $300. Yeah, that's uh, insane. And that's $300 like a, Canadian, I guess. But It is $300 Canadian. $330 Canadian. So about $250 American, which like, yeah, you can get a top tier Cameo for that price. You can get multiple top tier Cameos for that price. So I tweeted out like, hey, I think it's really crazy that, you know, Aaron Eckblad, a guy who no one knows anything about, thinks people are going to pay him $330 like I've heard he's a shy guy. This just screams, I don't want to do this. You know, like it's like someone setting a price so high because they just hope that no one ever asks them for one. Yeah. And then he replied to me and he was like, oh, take it easy. I didn't set the price. Uh, vultures, he said. So it was like he was saying that. the that Well, and the, you didn't like tag him. either. No, I didn't so. tag him. 
Yeah. So he obviously name searched me. And then I looked and I was only the second tweet that he had done all year. That's so good. He had retweeted some stuff, like some charity kind of, you know, like, oh, check out this thing Aaron Ekblad did for charity or whatever. And people tweeted at me and said he's a really nice guy. Like people who know him, like apparently he's a really good dude. He does a ton of charity work. I'm sure it's all good. But yeah, literally of all the tweets that were from his account this year, only two of them were actually him. And one of them was at me, which it feels like that increases like, yeah, that makes you feel better. It makes you feel oh, good better. about the tweet. You're like... I mean, it, the, yeah, the, the mustard thing is the same. Mine's a bit yeah. more, like, positive, maybe. But, like, when I yeah, actually... Yeah, but still. I, I did not expect them to reply at all. Uh, and, like, I've tweeted at, like, Boar's Head Deli Meats before, and they, they don't post that often. Got nothing from them, you know? Even though I was like, hey, your guys' product is, like, it fucking rocks. It's really good. Inglehofer, you know, their social media manager, I guess, is the easiest job in the world. Does one post every two years. And I was like, all right, this is, this is my this is my post for the next two giving, years. Giving out a mustard care package. Yeah. <laughs> Someone in the company's so pissed off. I thought we I thought we changed the password. Did we let Jamie log in and he's just gonna give this Canadian guy some mustard? Are you fucking kidding me? Uh God. Well, Stefan, we are here uh, ostensibly to do an enemies list. Yeah. Uh, now, what I thought might be nice before we get into our 2021 enemies list, and for those of you who are new to the show or didn't listen to the episode last year. Uh, what this is, is Stefan and I will choose five people or things or concepts or whatever that will be our enemies for 2021, that we're going to go into 2021 with some hate for these people, feeling bad, and and just, you know, we just want to let the world know that in 2021, we're kind of, we're against these people. It's Block Party or Stefan and myself are officially against these things. So I thought before we get into this year's list, we can review last year's list yeah just to see were they were they big enemies in 2020 you know did did it end up coming to fruition that we kind of hated them as much as we thought we would so seven we'll start with you your your uh, number five last year uh was uh jesse farrar yeah we ended up uh kind of burying the hatchet and being pretty good friends all year so that was uh that was a bit of a that was a bit of a fail, I would say. Uh, <laughs> Jesse was not my enemy this year. Uh, he was. Yeah, in fact I was going to say. Friend, I feel like you so. guys could have done a better job at hating each other. Yeah, it, you know what? It uh, it just it didn't work out. Maybe next year. You know, yeah, there's always we'll, uh, next year. They say become enemies next year, but no, we were we were on pretty good terms for most of the year. So, all right. Yeah, yeah my my number five was Steve Dangle. Um, okay, and uh, you know he's a Leafs Leafs podcaster slash uh, video blogger. Um, you know I didn't have any run-ins with Steve this year, uh, so I, I can't say that I really was a good enemy, at least from my side of things. But I still hate him. So yeah, you know that's so it wasn't he's, he's like still, he's still your enemy. He didn't have you didn't have many interactions this yeah. year, but he's still your enemy. Yeah, he's still my enemy. He's like my permanent enemy. Not going to come off the list, probably. Stefan, no. your number four was Benny Johnson. Oh, yeah. Well, he's a big freak. Uh, yeah, big time. And, uh, you know, I watched his TED Talk a bunch this year. I actually, I, I proposed this to the, the Go Off Kings where we would do a 24-hour charity stream where we just watch his TED Talk for the entire time. Oh, my God. Uh, and they shot that down very quickly. But I still, it's in my back pocket. I do still want to try it. Maybe not 24 hours. Maybe that's a 12-hour yeah, thing. Maybe, yeah, that seems more like a 12, maybe even like a 
four or six. But but I think I think it lends itself well to the charity stream format because you know we bring on a guest for every go round right. of of the of the TED talk because it's I think it's about like twenty five minutes long. It's a TEDx talk. At, right. I, I want to say Drexel, maybe I forget where it was. Um, yeah. But I don't know. Uh, anyway, it's it's the worst thing. I think I've ever seen online, including like the, the pain Olympics, uh, and like one guy, one jar, like this is substantially worse. <laughs> it's um, pretty, it's pretty bad. I mean, yeah, it would, the other thing too, it would be fine for streaming. Cause you could kind of just ignore it. Like it could kind of just be, I think, you know, like yes. after you, after you, you know, say you're watching it with Jesse and Rob and Chris or whoever, even without a guest, by the time you've watched it like two or three times, you can sort of it's just, just like, gonna, yeah, it's just in exactly. the background. You can just kind of shoot the shit over top of it. You know? I, I think that's, that would be the idea sort of. Yeah. Uh, but he's, I mean, he had a big year. He's on like, he's got like a show on Newsmax now. He's just really, really leaned super far into being like an insane right wing crank. Um, he's uh, one of the biggest uh, losers alive, I would say, uh, just in terms of like how he like dresses and behaves and acts and uh, all of his personal beliefs and everything he stands for. Big time piece of shit. Um, not on this year's enemies list, but I think like Steve Dangle for John, he's he's sort of got a spot in the enemies list uh, hall of fame, I would say. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, okay. N- number four. And this was kind of, uh, he was sort of a show enemy, but I also made him a personal enemy. Uh, Michael Che. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Was that, so that was last year. That was 2019. That was 2019. That we had the run in. Yeah. yeah. And so again, you know, it's not like we really interacted with him that much. Uh, but Jack Allison released, uh, a piece where he talked about, uh, you know, kind of all the things that happened with Michael Che earlier this year. I think it was in January, actually. And Michael Che went on like another spree uh, kind of against Jack and everything. So, you know, he's still in the periphery of like a guy who's like way too online for how famous he is. Uh, but yeah, I mean, we were, you know, he wasn't an in my face enemy this year. Yeah. Uh, Stefan, you're number three. Uh, due to the this company's handling of the NHL video game franchise, your number three enemy was EA Sports. Yeah, and and I I think so. When we get to my enemies list, there's still it's a bit more specific. I think this year because that last year it was just EA Sports in general. But you know what? I think they did a great job with as I've said, FIFA 21 for for PS5. I'm enjoying it more than any sports game uh, in the past like five years. I, I fucking love it. NHL a lot of a lot of problems still. Uh, so we'll we'll come back to them later. But uh, so yeah, still they're think, they're really up there. They're an en- they're a big time enemy for you. Oh yeah, I mean uh, yeah, they're 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 no good, not good all at right. all. Uh, my number three enemy uh, was Darren Ravel. Okay, yeah, um, and I mean we know you know he's just a ghoul. We know all about Darren. I, you know what? I, he he's one of the only guys where like I'm blocked by him, and I get pissed off when I see people quote tweet him, and I can't see the the tweet. Um, so I, I one thing going forward, I would like is if if you're a listener to the show or if you're someone that I follow, uh, if, if you're gonna quote tweet something stupid that he posted, can you just do a screen grab? Because he does block a lot of people, and I would I would like to see it without having to plug your tweet into an incognito window uh, to then see his post. Because that's I mean, that's a lot of work, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking at his Twitter right now, and he mostly just tweets about sports betting now, because uh, I guess he's into that that thing. Yeah, doesn't so, he have like a sports betting like website or something? Uh yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, I, I don't know I, if he has it, but he he works for one or whatever. Right. Yeah. Um, he did have a tweet today six hours ago. 
This day in 1999, Amazon's Jeff Bezos gets named Time's Person of the Year as Amazon does $1.64 billion in sales. Today, Amazon does $1.64 billion in sales every 36 hours. Great. Cool. So, good news. Thanks, Darren. Thanks, Appreciate Darryl. that. Daryl? Darren? Darren. <laughs> Daryl Rovin. He gets. Uh, he does get mad if you call him Daryl. Oh, as anyone would whose name yeah. is Darren, Daryl. It's like the, it's like Kirsten, Kristen, Christine, Christy, you yeah. know, like that's all, girls, that's all the same name. It's all the same name. And then girls will get mad if you some, not all, not all girls who have that name will get mad. But I remember I went to school with a girl whose name was Kirsten. And if you called her Kristen, it was like, oh my God, it was like, it was like you shot her or something. <laughs> uh, Stefan last year, your number two enemy. And I think this is probably the one that's aged the best. As okay. far as like a true enemy throughout all of 2020, uh, the concept of time. Yeah, that, time had a big year this year because I feel year. and we're not I talking feel, Time Magazine. We're talking no. just time. I feel uh, I feel much much older at the end of this year than like that's what I'm noticing in my 20s. The end of the year felt the same as the beginning of the year. Like I didn't. I don't. In my 20s, it never felt like I was aging, and now. Yeah, like, like turning it, over the calendar never felt. You're just like New Year's Eve was just another party. Yeah, and it wasn't and now a it's, like it's oh a my gosh, thing. what a fresh start, what a rebirth. Yeah, and I mean, yeah. I, I'm still I'm still young. You're still young, you know. Wow, in, in the grand Ish. scheme of things, but I definitely am noticing. Like, I mean, like I said, I went for a, a jog this morning, right? And and we're trying to we're trying to go for jogs like every morning, right? And we'll see how we'll see how long that goes for. I mean, Irene actually yeah. does exercise. Um, yeah, yeah, she's a I don't yoga instructor and. Yeah, yeah, presumably is in is in shape, and you're just a you know whatever you are. Yeah, and check a out hey, check out check out Irene Yoga Flow on YouTube. By the way, there you go. She does teach classes online. Oh hell um, yeah! But we still got to get her. We that's got to we got to do that video that, bonus in 2021. So when, Irene and I over, teaching us yoga. Yes, and I think Dan has be, to do it too. Absolutely, Dan is 100 percent doing yoga with us. Yeah, but um, <laughs> I I just I feel. And, you know, there's a lot of factors at play this year, obviously, and uh, I'll be getting to some of those in, in my updated enemies list. But I feel much, much older at the end of this year. Yeah. And I feel like everyone else feels much, much older at the end of this year, too. It's been a very long year. So passes yeah. to time at number two. I think that was uh, that was a good call on my part. Yeah, underrated pick. Yeah. Uh, my number two, I was trying to get ahead of people uh, who were really into the peanuts thing uh, when I said that word wrong. So I said that anyone who tweeted peanuts at me in 2020 would be my enemy. I feel like I followed through pretty well on that. Uh, never gave those tweets faves. You know, usually if people reply to me, I'll fave it. Get the courtesy uh, fave, but, yeah, but not, even, no courtesy not even the courtesy fave. No, fave. nothing yeah. from me. Uh, I was downright rude to some people who tweeted it at me. Um, I was consistent. And and to be fair, a lot of people understood that that was on my enemies list and they shouldn't say it to me and they stayed away. And to the, to those of you who did that, I respect you. Thank you. So that was my number two. Stefan, okay. your number one enemy of 2020 uh, was shaving your balls. Yeah, it still sucks. It still sucks ass to do that. Um, yeah, I've that's been, never going to change, really. You know, I don't know that we're going to... It's going to get worse, I think, because my nuts are going to start sagging as I get older, right? True. So it's going to get harder and harder because... there's not a good way. Like, we haven't come up with a good way. Like, because you can get your balls waxed. That seems like it would hurt I guess that's the best way lot. to do it. For me, the best strategy is to is to get, like, hard so that it, like, tightens up my nut sack. 
and that makes it easier to shave my nutsack. Right? right. So you're just like holding a boner the whole time you're shaving your nuts. I'm like jacking off while I'm shaving my nuts. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Just wanted some clarification on that's, what, that, that's, what that looked like. That's maybe the best way to do it, but probably. I mean, that's yeah. that's still difficult, you know. And like, yeah. if you, I mean. All, you know, if, if you have nuts and you're listening to this, you know how fucking much it hurts to nick your nuts with a razor blade. Yeah. I mean, that is hell. Yeah. It is. I, it hurts so bad. And it also, it's not, it's not so much. I mean, it does hurt. It, there's a, there's the physical aspect to it, but it's the psychological aspect, I think, of being like, oh, did I just slice my nuts open and the, yeah. my balls are going to fall out of my sack? Like, is it that bad? It's not because it's never usually that bad. It's just a little is tiny. Is my usually, ball right? going to fall out of my that's, sack? But that's, but that's what it, that's how painful it is for that split second. You know what I mean? And in the back of your head, you're like, did I did I split open my nutsack? My nuts are going to fall out, you know, just because I wanted my nuts to look good. Uh, coincidentally, you know? Nick, your nuts was my favorite uh, late night TV show on Nickelodeon <laughs> in the 90s. Um, <laughs> what was, your, what was num- your number one, John? Well, and my number one. And I think, again, this is another one that aged very well. Uh, Ian K was my number one. Oh yeah, we didn't actually uh, talk about him as much this year. Thank God. But... I mean, that was kind of by design, and then I had to act like him. I had to pretend to be him. Yeah. Uh, for a for a video that we did this summer, uh, where I did a uh, peep this out style review of a Big Mac, and I you, you got I mean, you got in his head. It was incredible. I painted myself into a corner as well because I said if we don't get Tony Hawk on the show in 2021, then I will all then I will do it again. So. So I hope we get Tony Hawk on the show because otherwise yeah. it's going to be yeah. a problem for me. <laughs> so that was our 2020 enemies list. I think, you know, we stayed fairly consistent throughout the year. We'll see if we can do it here with 2021. Um, but yeah, without any further ado, this is our 2021 enemies list. Uh, the five things, people, concepts, whatever that Stefan and I are going to be hating in 2021 Stefan do you want to start with your number five yeah let's let's do this so my number five for my 2021 enemies list and this might come as a surprise to some of you but I, I but I think he sort of took the first swing at us uh is Joey from Joey's world tour and um I'm that is I'm, surprising to me don't get me wrong I love his reviews uh I love his content but in a recent episode um you know we had a cameo bought for us by the discord uh, congratulating John and Becca on their engagement yeah. uh, from from Joey himself, and he said blocked Perry instead of blocked party. And he, yeah. we, I mean, he said blocked party so many times, so uh, many. The past like, this two is the years. thing I didn't understand about that is like, and it wasn't a typo because we asked, and it wasn't a we typo. asked, it wasn't a typo. We we had. I mean, we were actually speculating. I think the cameo we got before that, we were speculating if like he had sort of figured out that. He's like a joke in our universe because we've yes. asked him for so many cameos. We're like, does he recognize that he's kind of a, you know, that he's that that he's kind of a part of our universe? And and we sort of said, yeah, like at this point, he's got to know like blocked party. We're sort of making fun of him. He knows Stefan. He knows John, you know, blah, blah, blah. But apparently he doesn't. Yeah. Which is to me more offensive. I think it'd be one thing if he was like if he was like actively like trying to piss us off, you know, but I think the fact that he doesn't know who we are after all we've, we've done for Joey. Yeah. I mean, he's on the list. Sorry, Joey. I, Blocked he, I, Perry. I, mean, I respect it. I respect you putting him on the list. I mean, I think it's important that people understand that even a minor transgression can have major it, consequences. It can, it can get you on the list, you know? Yeah. So, so Joey, I'm sorry, but, but you're on, you're on the list. Number five. 
Well, and you know what? My number five is actually in the same realm as this. Okay. Um, and again, this let this be a lesson to you, listener, uh, that even a minor slight against this show can have major consequences. Um, I cannot remember their name. I, th- I, I think it's Ben, but I'm not 100% sure. Uh, but my number five enemy of 2021, I'm still, this happened in 2020, but I'm still carrying it into 2021, is the guy who paid for me to watch the reverse chorizo video. Yeah. On that, the live that, I mean, that was great. That guy's on my friends list for 2021. No, he's on my big time enemies list. I think he's a good guy. I know he did some other charity work for us later. So I feel bad putting him on the enemies list, but at the same time, I think of all the things that happened in 2020, that might've been one of my worst moments of the whole year. I hated every single second of that. My whole, my back started sweating. I didn't, it was not enjoyable. I hated it. I hate that someone paid for me to watch it. I mean, it's nice that the money went to a good cause, but I just, yeah, I can't wrap my head around paying to hurt someone in such a way that where you know it would hurt them. You know, I mean, I totally like, get that, but I understand yeah, I know also you why, do, but why they're on your list. So I, well, I that's respect your whole, you putting them I on mean, your that's list. the go off King's economic model. So that's Absolutely. a whole different, that's yeah. a whole different it's, story. It, it's been going great for us. So yeah, but, I'm, but listen, I, I'm I happy it, for you, you know? guys, but I, yeah. yeah, that was one of my low lights of the year. And I have to carry some of that energy into 2021. And it's kind of, it's honestly, it's similar to the peanuts thing where I just want to let the listeners know that like, I see you and sometimes I don't like you. Stefan, you're number four. Uh, my number four. So I wrote down um, fast food restaurant Twitter accounts, but I, I it's more, it's just like food restaurant or f- like not well, food restaurants. Food restaurants. You know. Okay. That's yeah, an interesting as, concept. As Donald, as Donald Trump would say, bad food restaurants. <laughs> it's, it's, it's fast food. It's like food brands. Um, so for instance, like uh, I guess there's Kraft Macaroni and Cheese. They are they have a crossover coming up with Cholula Hot Sauce, oh and they God. they in December fifteenth they tweeted at uh, Cholula Hot Sauce, and they did the dot in front of the at dot at Cholula Hot Sauce. Hi, did we meet? It, did we just meet at the checkout line? I'm Kraft Single. I mean Macaroni and Cheese. Uh, but my friends call me Mac. Sorry, I forgot to give my name earlier. Guess I was distracted. And then the emoji where it's got the, the little bead of sweat, and it's like. You don't need to do this. I'm just, I'm just gonna eat your slop. You don't have to be like, <laughs> you don't have to be like, oh, I want to fuck the hot sauce. I don't need to see that. I don't need to see that on my timeline. Just tweet, hey, like, going back to the Inglehopper thing. That's how you fucking do a brand's Twitter account. You go to their, you go to their Twitter feed. First of all, they never post, so that's number one. That's yeah, great, great right sign. there. Second of all, all of their posts are just like, here's a picture of a bottle of mustard. Okay, that's fine. That's what we want. I don't, I don't need you to be fucking role-playing as macaroni and cheese about to get fucking dicked down by a hot sauce, okay? So, <laughs> I, tw- I mean, it's been... It's I been mean, in fairness, getting... the Cholula... Is it, does Cholula have a girl or guy on the oh, label? I think it does have a... Yeah, so anyway, but so there's... I, I, you're going to be fucking the hot sauce. I don't, need to, I don't need to know about that. I don't need, I don't need my, my food brand Twitter to be horny. Um, I mean, obviously like, you know, Wendy's McDonald's Burger King, they go viral, you know, uh, once a month for something very stupid. It's been getting worse and worse. 
um, for the past few years, and it's it's gotten to the point where they are on my enemies list, and I am going to be actively working to uh, take them down, probably by posting more on Brand Saying Bay, because Jesse's kind of taken uh, taken the reins on that account recently, um, and he's gotten very mean to them, which is which is wonderful. It's yeah. very funny um, to see every so often. He'll post something. He'll like quote tweet a bad a bad brand post and be like, "Oh, this is like dog shit." Uh, and then some like marketing person who's been following Brand Saying Bay since the beginning is like, "You know what? Like this is the one that's like a little too far for me." Like they're just having fun. It's like, do you not understand what the account is about? We hate people like you. What the fuck yeah. is wrong with you? Anyway, that's I just it makes it, it number it, four. It's fucked up when it makes you miss the days of like multi million dollar ad campaigns where you get just yeah. like what happened to the old days when we could just get inundated with the same ad on TV 3000 times. Yeah. Well, now you know, we have to see all this bullshit of ooh Cholula. I, I don't I don't need that. I don't need that. No one needs that. I it's, agree. It's slop. It's I garbage. also just like craft dinner. I, I hate all this shit. I craft dinner does not need. We don't need this uh, like look, crossover. I'm, I'm, more, I'm more of an Annie's mac and cheese guy. Sure. If I'm, if I'm sure. having mac and cheese. That's but. fine. But I'm just saying like craft dinner to me, I don't need Cheetos craft dinner. I don't need Cholula. Just no. fucking Absolutely. put the thing just, in the blue box. Yeah. Shut up. You perfected it with spirals. We didn't need anything else. All you needed was original and spirals and you're done. Yep. Stupid. No, we don't need you posting as if, as if you're uh, a person. You're macaroni. Stupid. Okay. Stupid. Post like macaroni would post. The right, only John, thing I would want is like Kraft Dinner should have done that crossover with like Chester and done some sort of like bestiality like with Cheetos. Like do that if you're gonna do it. Fucking go sure. all the way. And, and and I'll and I'll I'll offer sort of a, a an a, a addendum to my number four, which is that if your um brand has like uh an animal like mascot or like a human mascot. I think then it's sort of acceptable to post as that like animal. Mm-hmm. You can be like Tony the Tiger or or Chester Cheetah. Sure, Mr. Peanut stuff is is a is a bridge too far for me. But because because you know like it, that's the same thing. Like like Chester Cheetah was in the commercials, you know, and he and he's like running around being Chester Cheetah and yeah, stuff, being right? Cool as so, hell. So I think at that point it's like all right, you can have Chester Cheetah posting. It's annoying, but I get it, and it's it's like the logical like next yeah, step. Yeah, it's a beloved from, from, mascot from that sort of thing. Yeah. But but if but if you're like uh, if you're like Burger King, you're not even posting as the king. You're posting as the concept of the restaurant. Get the fuck out of here with that yeah, shit. Yeah, fuck you. I don't need that. Your restaurant no. is not sentient. No. Fuck My you. number four is uh, anyone who went to Disney World or Disneyland during the pandemic. That's that's good. I mean, I mean, it's, it's not just good si- to do that. Just simple. But... Just simple. Yeah. You know, yep. I mean, I think it's pretty well documented. I think we've talked about it before. I mean, adult Disney freaks, uh, you know, your weirdos. And and this is coming from me. Okay. I almost exclusively watch animated films. I like Disney. I like the Disney movies. I'm sure I'll take my kids to Disneyland and Disney World. But like, I, I have, I know, like, I have a friend who goes every year, like, at least once a year, it's like a pilgrimage to Disneyland or whatever. It's like, yeah. get a fucking hobby, get a life, you know what I mean? <laughs> and then in COVID, you, you're, so you're going to, I mean, it shouldn't have even been allowed to open in the first place. And then you're going to be like, well, I can't, I can't not go. I can't not go. Even if I get a disease that might kill people. Who cares? I'm. I gotta go. I gotta meet Jafar. I gotta see him. The rides aren't even that good. Yeah, it's I mean, fucking, I haven't been for years, but 
you know, it's horseshit. It's not man. like you're. It's not like you're going to like a Six Flags where they yeah, have like really Bush cool Gardens, like, roller coasters. Which has some crazy yeah. rides. Yeah, it's. I mean, I just. It's just so hard. I mean, there's lots of things with the pandemic that's hard to wrap your head around, but that's one of the main ones for me. Is just I don't. I don't get it. People who are going to sports games right now. What are What are you doing? Just, yeah. All sports have been better on TV for ten years now. Fifteen years. Anyway. I'm go- I'm going off. I'm going. Yeah, I feel no, like I'm fine. a political commentator here on hey. NPR or some shit. Hey, it's 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 okay. It's the enemies list episode. You're allowed to. Anyway, yeah. If you went to Disney World, if you're an adult Disney fan, if you go to Disney World and you're over the age of 25 without kids, come on, come on, come on, come on. Um. So my number three, same spot as it was last year. A bit more specific this time, because last year was kind of EA Sports in general. Yeah. This is the EA Sports NHL development team. Um, I, I talked about this on a, on a recent episode uh, with Kofi, actually. I talked about this, uh, how, how broken the game is, how it's been basically the same pile of shit for, uh, I would say, the last 10 years or so, yeah. probably. Uh, basically, since they added the skill stick, there have been uh, like zero changes made. Uh, oh, they have playoff beards now. Yeah, I, I hadn't that, played so. since I think NHL 14. And then during the pandemic, as you know, Stefan, a bunch of my friends got into NHL 20. And I was like, oh, I'm still, this is still just the same game. And it's I'm like, the, just- it's the exact same game. Um, same engine, all, all that shit. Um, but, but the example, uh, and I, I, I talked about this on, on the episode with Kofi, but this to me is, is just perfect EA. And I know the NHL team is like the smallest of their sports games, like, like by far. So I, I understand it, but at the same time, these fixes seem like something that, that should have been fixed. Well, you know, uh, uh, the classic thing that I would always complain about on RGS was that you, if you're doing like a, a franchise mode in NHL, you can't edit your lines in the off season. So there's no way to actually like plan out your lines in the off season. I haven't tried a franchise mode in 21. I have to assume that is still the case. Uh, because why would they change that? They're, the only mode they focus on, and this is generally the same for you know all sports games, is the, the mode that makes the money, which is the ultimate team mode or, or whatever it's called, where you have to buy packs of player cards with real money to build your team. So I understand why they're putting all of their you know development into that and all their focus into that. And I have played that game mode, and honestly, it is fairly fun. Um, but it, it is just annoying because all the really fun game modes that I, I'd like them to, to put more time into, there's just there's just nothing, right? So the example I gave with the episode with Kofi is the glitch goal, which was last year you could go far side every single time on a penalty shot or breakaway on the goalie. Uh, and they fixed it by making it so now you can go short side. You can't score far side at all, but now you can just easily score short side. So... I don't know. It's just, uh, they're still on the list. Maybe they should have been a bit higher this year because they really do piss me off. And it's the only game in town, right? It's the only NHL game. There used to be the 2K series. And I know 2K has their problems too with, with the NBA series. But if 2K announced that they were doing an NHL game, I would buy it sight unseen. Like without looking at video, like I would just be like, yep, yeah, I'm switching to this. You know, like how much worse could it be really? Yeah. Um, so EA Sports, NHL development team, you're on the enemies list, number three. John? You're on the enemies list. Suck it. That's two years in a <laughs> row. Insane. My number three is uh, Nick Cannon. Okay. Uh, All right. Yeah, Nick Cannon, celebrity guy. Don't know really what he's famous for these days, but uh, 
Well, I, I guess he's the host of the masked singer, you know, uh, right. That's a big show. I mean, have you seen that fucking thing? It's like the most Honestly, popular number show three in the world, should be it? my masked should be masked singer. <laughs> it's the dumbest. It is the dumbest. I mean, you, you have got to be so fucking dumb to like that show. I mean, you just have to be, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I know people love things like The Bachelor and shit like that. I can get it. I can get that. You know, there's like, it's kind of like a love story sort of involved. There's drama involved. Masked Singer is just, is, I mean, it is so dumb. Have you watched, have you watched it at all? I've, I've never seen. I mean, I know what it's, it's like celebrities are wearing these big animal masks and costumes. The, they, the judges have to guess costumes. Who, they, they get like hints about who it might be. I think. Correct. The judges this year. Okay. So but here's the thing. Becca and I stumbled on the finale like a week ago or two weeks ago. So th- this is the only time I've ever watched it. We watched sure. it for like 20 minutes. Yeah. The judges are Robin Thicke. Nicole Scherzinger from Pussycat Dolls, who everyone okay. hates. Yeah. Uh, Ken Jeong. Okay. He's like the and, funny judge. Yeah. And Jenny McCarthy. Oh, my God. You know, noted, noted musical expert Jenny McCarthy. Noted is, anti-vaxxer Jenny McCarthy. Yeah, she's a piece of shit. The fucking oh thing, God. the show, literally, you just, yeah, they just come out, they sing a song. Here's the other thing I didn't understand. So I, what I thought the show was, Stefan... Was I thought, yeah, I thought it was like a celebrity that you wouldn't know is good at singing. So that was kind of the whole thing of like, yeah. it was like, oh, surprise, you know, uh, this this person who was on Grey's Anatomy is was actually a classically trained singer and they're pretty good at singing and you would have never guessed it because they're in a mask. Okay. Two people. But it's, it's it's like T Pain though, right? Like yes, like the talented. two people we saw get unmasked this year were Aloe Black, yeah. and Nick Carter from the Backstreet Boys. I'm like, well, these are just singers. What the fuck are we doing? Anyway, Nick Cannon, piece of shit. I well, I told you about this on the show earlier this year. I accidentally bought headphones from his brand. I had no yes. idea that he had a headphone brand. I bought them. They broke. They broke within like two months. They, they were like Bluetooth headphones. Yes. Bluetooth headphones. They just stopped working. They were billed yeah. as like workout headphones. So I was using them while I was working out and it seemed like the sweat that got on them, like wrecked them. They lay, they would like go staticky and then eventually yeah. they just completely stopped working. So Nick Cannon, your headphones are bullshit. You suck. Uh, and also here's the thing about Nick. When you get, when you get into him, so he quit America's Got Talent. Yes. Because he was, he, cited, host, he was the host of that, right? Yes. And he cited creative differences between him and the executives of NBC. The resignation came in the wake of news that the network considered firing Cannon after he made disparaging marks about NBC in his Showtime comedy special, Stand Up, Don't Shoot. And I mean, a lot of us think of Nick Cannon as a stand-up, so I'm really glad that Showtime gave him a fucking special. Anyway, I this is, quote, I love art and entertainment too much to watch it be ruined by controlling corporations and big business. Cannon said in a statement referring to the cable giant Comcast's ownership of NBC. Uh, So they ended up, uh, he ended up resigning. uh, But then two years later, went back to the masked singer. So either you stand for something or you don't, Nick Cannon. And obviously you don't. And you don't stand for well-made headphones. And he's also a piece of shit. 
in July 2020, he made racist and anti-Semitic remarks on his podcast. He's a and he's like some, a, some we won't repeat what he said, but the anti-Semitic stuff is like pretty heinous. Oh, really bad. I mean, really bad. Yeah. If you if you want to know about it, you can go to his Wikipedia. I'm not interested in anyway. Nick Cannon. He's my number three. I hope he goes to Disney World and gets COVID. Go ahead, Stephanie, right. you're number two. Okay, so so my number two, and 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 you know, th- this 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 thing on my number two honestly had a pretty big year. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, you know, uh, you're talking about 2020. You're gonna, you know, ten years from now, you think about 2020. You're gonna be thinking about this. And so my number two on the enemy enemies list uh, is uh, the novel coronavirus COVID nineteen. Wow. Um, Get it no, together, only number you know? two could only make number two on your list. Yeah, I mean number one is you'll see what number one is number one for a reason. But number two, COVID nineteen. I mean, maybe this is just me personally, but it really did affect my year. Um, it, it played a big role in my year, uh, and uh, I would say negatively. Uh, How so? For, How for did the most it impact part. you? Um, you know, just a, a, a lot of a lot of bullshit. You know, just a lot mm-hmm. of bullshit. Uh, a lot of COVID nineteen bullshit. Um, mm-hmm. but no, I mean, I, I'm, I'm not afraid to say it. I think it's bad. I think it's bad to, it, uh, you know, uh, it, it, well, then to be, to be serious, it did make a lot of people show their asses. And so it made yeah. me aware of how stupid and bad a lot of people are. Yeah. Um, and obviously the disease itself is, uh, is, you know, not, not so hot either. Um, and so I, I just got to, I got to say number two for 2021. I mean, ho, ho, if we got the vaccine, hopefully we're, we're rid of, uh, uh, this, this son of a bitch soon enough, but COVID-19, the novel coronavirus, you are number two on my enemies list. Bold, bold statement yep. that you put it up there, but I respect it. Didn't make mine. Didn't make my enemies list. Wow. Um, okay. Yeah. I just, you know, obviously it, was it just a has big... to be on one of ours though. Cause we sort of share I think our enemies so. list. Yeah, so. I think so too. Uh, my number two, I mean, speaking of sharing our enemies list, Stefan, I hate to make it personal. Sure. Uh, but, uh, my number two is, uh, your goatee. Yeah, that's reasonable. I'm not going I, back to that anytime well, soon. I think the mustache and, is fine, I mean, but. Well, and again, I think my feelings on your mustache are well documented. Sure. Uh, but it's, you know, your mustache is fine. Ultimately, like it's fine. I don't, yeah. I don't like it. I think you look better without it, but when you have it. It's like, whatever, you're switching it up, you know, you, you, you kind of, I think I said this on the show before, when you have your mustache, you kind of look like, uh, like a guy who would be a, an asshole in a saloon in like cool hand Luke or something like that. Yeah. That's a good look. I mean, that's a good look. Um, and then when you had your goatee, you look like you should be playing bass in Hootie and the Blowfish. Yeah. The goatee Uh, was a mistake, but, but wasn't a good move. What was the reason for it? There was something you were like, the the reason for it, and we can go back to COVID-19 for this, uh, is that I was, you know, we're locked down at home and I was like, well, this is as good a time as any to try this. I'm not really going outside. No one is but really like, going to see this. But like when you say try it, like you sort of thought in your mind, if I grow this, I might like it. I was thinking maybe if I let it go long enough that it would actually fill out on my cheeks and stuff. But the problem is it only grows in the shape of a very bad goatee. As, yeah, as we found I mean, out. it was, it was, ru- I mean, it I mean, was I mean, you can rough. see right now, I, didn't, I haven't shaved this morning, so I have like the five o'clock shadow, right? Yeah. And you, it is, it is just in the shape of big the Big divorce dad energy. It's not good. Goatee. The mustache, I think, is fine. Um, I wanted to sort of see how far I could go with the goatee, with the beard, and it's not good. I think maybe I'd have to go like four or five months to really get anywhere. 
But even then, I don't. It's not worth it. The mustache, yeah. we know for a fact. The mustache, I can grow a good mustache in like a week and a half. So, so that I've got in my back pocket. The goatee, it's reasonable. You put it on your enemies list. I, I understand. I respect it. Thank you. Uh, okay, Stefan, your number one enemy for 2021. You know what? I had to do it to him. It's the Bristol stool chart. Whoa! Uh, and, and this may come as a surprise to some people. That is we, a surprise we, to me because that to me feels like your friend. I mean, you bring we, it up all the time. We praise the chart a lot. No, but what I realized is, and and I I think I think Bristol the people the fine people of Bristol Connecticut. Yeah, who is it? Who made? Do we even know I, who made I it? I guess I'm guessing it's it it's must based be like out a of, doctor, right? Named Bristol or something. I was thinking that, or or it's based out of out of Bristol, where like the ESPN headquarters are, and they have like an <laughs> office downstairs from ESPN. Um, the the poop chart people. That's my theory. Anyway, I'm, I, I'm, I'm looking at. Oh, okay. It was sorry, Stefan. Interrupt. It was developed at the Bristol Royal Infirmary as a clinical assessment tool in 1997. I mean, it feels like it should have been. <laughs> way before that like to me it feels like it feels like something from like the 60s or yeah 50s, or, oh, to me it feels like a like a depression era type thing yeah uh, but it says yeah it was widely used as a research tool to evaluate the effectiveness of treatments for various diseases of the bowel as well as a clinical communication aid including being part of the diagnostic triad for ibs so so here's my issue with with the, the bristol stool chart i mean I, I like it for the most part right and so it is a little shocking to have this on my enemies list, but Bristol, you guys can easily get off the enemies list if you just update the chart because <laughs> right now you have like one or one and a half types of diarrhea on there, right? <laughs> like, I'm just, I'm just saying we need more, we need more shit types on the Bristol stool chart. We need more diarrhea types on the Bristol stool chart. We need the shit that is like, uh, like diarrhea, but then it's like a normal turd at the end. <laughs> We need the one where it's it's almost like it's like football shaped or it's shaped like a big pile of like baked beans like that needs to be on there because the problem is all, all the majority of the turds on the list are generally like turd shaped like even the diarrhea is sort of turd shaped uh, even though it is just liquid. So I think you just need to you need to add more shapes and more poop type to the Bristol stool chart and then we can talk about getting you off the enemies list. But this is more a motivational tool for the Bristol stool chart. Um, I, I figured I've, I have them at number one. I have them above the coronavirus. Yeah. Uh, Notable. And, and, the, and the reason I, I I'm doing that is to, cause I believe in them and I, and I respect them and I love them and I, I want to motivate them into adding more poop to the stool chart. And if it comes down to it, I will do it myself and send it to you guys. Um, <laughs> How many because do you think it should be? So right now it's seven. It's like seven. What, what I, do you I think, think it needs it to be at least double that. It needs to be at least 14. Whoa, 14. Okay. Yeah. Uh, absolutely needs to be at least because here's the the other thing is the, the the like the number one on on the chart is the little deer poops right the little like bb's yeah, hard you know? pellets yeah there should be a type above that that is just one of those right right yeah. because because sometimes, yeah, sometimes you just it feels have, like you got to take a, a big shit and it ends up just being like one just little, being one little nugget right yeah. that is a different thing to me than a bunch of them right so i think yeah, no, they're I agree not with that I they're not considering that. they're not considering the number of turds and, and the number of turds, the shape of turds, th- there's just a lot of stuff that can be done. Yeah. And maybe over the next, uh, maybe I, I've got, like I said, I've got the week off. Maybe I will put together uh, a, a new stu- a new you stool should. chart of my own. And, and I like that. you know, we'll see who we need to get it to. Um, but uh, yeah, they're on, they're number one on, on the list. Can I do, can I do like a, like an early nineties stand up comedian joke about this right now? Yeah, please, please do. 
So you're so wait. So you're telling me my windshield wipers have eleven settings, but my diarrhea only has one and a half? Yes, I love that's so good. Thank that's you. really good. Yeah, hey, thank I you. That. I'm Rosie O'Donnell. Check yeah. out my talk show. Very good. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, at first I thought it was a bit of a ridiculous idea, but the more that you were talking about it, the more I I was really un- I was understanding it. Yeah, it didn't. It I think didn't, I made I think I made a good case. Yeah, no, I agree. It made good sense to me. Um, so yeah, Bristol Bristol Royal Infirmary. What a hey, what a British name that is. Get, hey? get your shit together. Okay, <laughs> Literally, yeah. yeah. It's apparently a large teaching hospital situated in the center of Bristol, England. It has links with the nearby University of Bristol and the Faculty of Health and Social Care at the University of the West of England, which is also in Bristol. I'm gonna I'm gonna look I'm gonna look these guys up. I'm gonna email them an update chart. So, yeah, you should. I mean, it's what's, what, what, what are they called? The Bristol Royal Infirmary. And it's actually been around since 1735. OK, so it's it's old, you know, they are on Twitter. OK, they you are know on what? Twitter. And Stefan, here's the thing you could do if you needed to. Uh, one of their subheadings on Wikipedia is Bristol Heart Scandal. Uh, the Bristol Heart Scandal, which resulted in the deaths of a number of babies and young children during heart surgery from 1984 to 1995, led to the Kennedy Report into Pediatric Cardiac Surgical Services at the hospital. The report led to greater emphasis on clinical government governance within the NHS and the publication of the performance ratings of individual heart surgeons. So if they get a little bit testy, you could always be like, hey, remember that heart incident? Wouldn't want... Wouldn't want to have to dredge that up again. Yeah, that's interesting. Okay, so. all right, I got that. I got that uh, ready to go. If yeah. uh, if they push back on my exactly. updated stool chart idea, thank you, John. What's You're your welcome. number one? My number one, and you know, uh, Stefan, we were talking before the show uh, about how this year has felt interminably long, and I think a lot of people are feeling that. And um, you know, we're not going to dwell on that too much, but. I do have to agree. I cannot believe that this was this year, but this is something that really became an enemy for me this year. And I think that I have no choice, but to carry it into 2021. Um, and that is Funko pops. Yep. Yep. I think, you know, last year I had peanuts this year. Yeah. I mean, it all started kind of innocuously and ended up with 40 Funko pops that are still in my house for some reason. I still reason. can't believe that was this year. That's um, so insane. Yeah. I mean, they were all, cause I got the Austin Matthews Funko pop for Christmas last year. We recorded just after Christmas with Ellen Cushing. Uh, and that was our first episode of 2020 when you talked about that. And then over the next six weeks, I got about 40 Funko pops, which are still in my <laughs> house. Cause I don't, what do you even do with them? Cause you can't even, <laughs> here's the thing with Funko's that you realize is like, you can't even, you can't even donate them anywhere. They're not toys. So yeah. you can't, they're like, Cause once, once they're open, they lose all their value. And we all well, that them. too. But I just mean like, even cause Becca was like, what are we going to do with them? I was like, Oh, we could just give them to like, you know, value village or somewhere that like sells to or give them to like a toy drive, but they're not even toys. And even if they were toys, they're toys of shitty where I'm not going to give some kid, some sick kid or poor kid in a, in a toy drive, Diane from Cheers. Like, <laughs> hey, happy. Hey, Merry Christmas. Like, that's just like rubbing salt in the wound. Um, <laughs> it's like, you know, it's like when you just would give like uh, your parents would just give like cans of stuff that they bought and then realize they absolutely didn't want who would give those to the can drive. It's like that. They're like the, you know, they're, they're like the, uh, I don't even know the no name 
the no name chili creamed of, corn yeah the creamed that's it that's the one i was looking for they're the creamed yeah. corn of the toy drive so yeah so they're just sitting in my house i don't understand why people have them i don't understand why people like them um they're stupid they're useless they're dumb none of mine are worth anything almost all of them are not worth anything um i mean it's crazy that we we didn't learn our lesson from beanie babies you know it's like yeah every everyone was like oh my beanie babies i'm gonna put them in a safety deposit box in 30 years from now they're gonna be worth so much money no one learned that lesson there's still people out there who are like, oh, my Funko Pops are going to be worth something. No, they're not. They're not going to be worth anything. They are worth nothing. So unless you went to a Comic-Con and you got a one of 50 Funko Pop, it's not worth, it's worth $0. So anyway, very frustrating. They're my enemy. I don't want any more. I don't want to see them. I don't want to talk about them. We still have a Funko Pop thread in our Discord for some reason. When Becca and I got engaged, people are like, oh, you're going to have to get the Funko bride and groom on the wet. No, I'm not. You, actually, no, we you don't. will have to do that. I don't have to do that, and I won't. Okay. So anyway, that's my number one enemy for 2021. It's fucking Funko Pops. That's a good list. I think we both nailed our lists. Yeah, it feels good. It feels right. Uh, yeah. But we'll see. We'll see when we get to our 2022 list next year, how well we did. Uh, if you have an enemy you want to add to the list, feel free to tweet us your number one enemy. We don't need all five. You know, that's too long. But if you want to send us your number one enemy for 2021, by all means, uh, give us a tweet. And then maybe at the end of next year, you can evaluate and we'll include some of those evaluations in our in our episode. So yeah, tweet at us at blocked party pod. Uh, if you want to, uh, you know, rate and review the show, tell your friends, if you like it, subscribe on iTunes, all that stuff helps us. You can also help the show by donating at patreoncom slash blocked party. $5 a month gets you access to four bonus episodes. Every month, uh, you get three regular full length bonus episodes and then one live video episode every single month. I think in January, uh, can we announce it? Should we say what we're doing? I, I floated it out and you never really said anything about it in the discord. So I don't know if we're actually oh, right. doing it. What, what is this again? Uh, well, I thought we should do a whole episode where we watch episodes of dragon's den. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's a hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. So that's our yeah. January bonus episode. Stefan and I, I are going to curate. I, I thought I replied. I thought I replied. Hell yeah. To that, but I oh, guess maybe, maybe you not. did. Yeah. <laughs> it's very possible. You did. Uh, so yeah. So in January, uh, Stefan and I are going to curate some clips from Canada's version of Shark Tank, Dragon's Den. We'll bring on some special guests for that. So that's coming up. 2021 is going to be a big year for us on our Patreon and otherwise. So yeah, donate to the show. Patreon.com slash block party. Oh, also uh, starting in 2021 in, in a week or so, we're going to be offering yearly subscriptions on our Patreon as well. So keep an eye out for that. We'll explain how that all works uh, on our Twitter we're going to be introducing a new Patreon tier, all that kind of stuff. And of course, as you know, February is Blocked Party Sweeps Month. So that's coming up in a month. And uh, we've got uh, a lot of a lot of grand plans. So it's going to be really fun. So yeah, a lot of good things coming up. Thank you so much for listening to the show throughout this year. I know it was a weird and challenging year and a lot of us stopped listening to podcasts altogether, uh, you know, felt uh, disconnected from from the world in some ways. But uh, so many of you stuck with us and and we added so many new listeners this year. And we really appreciate all of you. Uh, we appreciate you listening, donating, sharing anything, whatever you've done. If you've been a part of this show, we thank you. We're very uh, humbled by our community and, and we we appreciate it especially in this super tough year. And we're looking forward to a great 
2021. And what a lot of people don't know, podcasters actually first on the list for the vaccine. So Stefan and I are getting We're ready good. to rock. Yeah. We are going to be so healthy. In we recorded this uh, episode in person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I spit no, into no. John's mouth right before <laughs> we started recording. It was incredible. I loved every second of it. Didn't know why Stefan was so adamant that he had to spit in my mouth, but he did it and it was great. Uh, it, so it yeah, rocked. so thanks everybody. Uh, we're, we'll be back with a, a regular episode and a regular guest next week. Tweet your number one enemy at us at Block Party Pod and uh, we'll see you back here next week. Goodbye. Bye.